0: And we are rocking and rolling, ladies and gentlemen. New week, fresh energy, fresh slate of shows on what is the hottest form of Alabama football talk. It's In My Own Words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I am live in studios. The National Football League Draft, the 2019 NFL Draft scheduled for Thursday, 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time, In Nashville, Tennessee, ESPN and NFL Network, the venues that will be airing this event. And for Alabama football coach Nick Saban, since 2008, he's placed 77 guys in the NFL draft, including 26 first-round picks. Alabama has had an average of four guys go in the first round each year, trying to get that done this In this venue, in the 2018 draft, it had 12 guys selected overall, which was the most of the Nick Saban era. But, to start this edition of shows, I'm going to get into my guys that I see going in the first round, and also throughout my day two and day three picks. So, starting off with round one, first guy I see, none other Then defensive lineman Quinnen Williams at 6'3", 303 pounds, the young man who blazed the 40-time at the NFL Combine being clocked at 4.83 seconds. And the 2018 season, he was an absolute wrecking ball for the Tide, 71 tackles, 19 and a half of those for loss, which was a team high, eight sacks, 12 quarterback pressures, which had him tied for the team lead with one Christian Miller. Now, Quentin Williams is looked at as a top three to top five pick. He is still in the running to be the number one overall pick, seeing as how I don't know what's going through the mind of the Arizona Cardinals. A few months ago, it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to pick Kyler Murray with the number one overall selection. Right now, it seems as though they're going away from Kyler Murray. They could be looking at defense. They could trade out of a number one pick. So, not sure what is going through Cliff Kingsbury's mind, but Quentin Williams still very much so in the running to be the number one overall pick. However, for me... The team I have him drafted to is third overall to the New York Jets. Why? The Jets have changed formalities offensively switching from a defensive minded coach in Ty Bowles to an offensive guy in Adam Gase which is really going to help Sam Darnold who enters his second year at quarterback so with the offensive minded coach if you draft Q defensively you are going to have your entire defense set at each level. On the defensive line, you would pair Q with Leonard Williams, somebody of which the Jets got from the University of Southern California. A few years back, at the linebacking core, you've got C.J. Mosley along with Avery Williamson, an individual of whom you acquire from the Tennessee Titans. And in the secondary, therein lies Jamal Adams, the product of Louisiana State University. So at the Jets draft queue, you're already setting yourself up to finally be removed from the shadow that is the New England Patriots that have dominated the AFC East for decades. So, You get Q, now you can focus on your offense and putting some pieces around Sam Darnold. So, Quentin Williams, number one guy in the first round, top three or top five pick, but I have him going third overall to the New York Jets. Moving on to my number two guy that I see going in the first round, that being Jonah Williams offensive lineman at 6'4", 302 pounds. I know people nitpick him and nitpick him about his arm length, his wingspan. I don't care about that. Give me the tape on this young man. In 14 of 15 games last season, you're talking about somebody that graded out at 90% or better on assignments. He missed just three assignments in 920 snaps at left tackle, someone of whom did not give up a sack a season ago and anchored an offensive line that was eighth in college football, first in the SEC, and fewest sacks per game allowed, giving up just one sack per matchup. Jonah Williams does not allow quarterbacks to hit the deck, And it was because of him that Tua Tonga Valoa, as a first-year starter, became the fourth 3,000-yard passer of the Nick Saban era, getting 3,966 passing yards to uh, also a consensus All-American and a Heisman finalist, Jonah Williams, doing all of that. And while you look at the Miami Dolphins, The Atlanta Falcons, the Minnesota Vikings, the Green Bay Packers, and the Carolina Panthers all needing a strong offensive tackle and a guy that can also kick inside and play guard if need be with Jonah Williams' type of diversity and versatility. I look at the Atlanta Falcons with the 14th overall pick as the perfect landing spot for Jonah Williams. Why? They already have a big-name guy in Jake Matthews, formerly of the Texas A&M Aggies, playing right tackle. You get Jonah Williams for your left tackle, both of those those spots would, would now be solidified. And when you go into what made the Atlanta Falcons' Super Bowl run, in 2016 so special is they had that balance. Matt Ryan had career highs in completion percentage, in passing yards, in passing touchdowns, and in pass rating. And along with that, you had Devontae Freeman who was a 1,000-yard back. You get a Jonah Williams, you pair him with a uh, Jake Matthews. Now, if you're Atlanta, you have an offensive line that can keep Matt Ryan upright, that can get this run game back to where it needs to be. Be, and that can really make Atlanta back to being a force offensively that it must be, especially with the weapons it's got on the outside with Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu, and the and the rest of the crew. Moving on down here to my third and final guy that I see going first round. That being running back Josh Jacobs at 5'10, 220 pounds, improved his 40 time at Alabama's second pro day, running it at 4'5'2, according to scouts that were there. In 2018, extremely diverse as a player, 1,315 all purpose yards, 1,315. He had 15 total touchdowns. 11 of those rushing a team high in rushing yards he had 640 now Jacobs is creating much value at the bottom portion of the first round we're talking about picks 25 through 32 or for most people they would consider the bottom portion picks 20 through 32 but in terms of Jacobs you've got the Indianapolis Colts The Philadelphia Eagles, the Oakland Raiders, and the Baltimore Ravens, all four of those teams. Indy's got pick 26, Philly's got pick 23, if I'm not mistaken, Uh, Oakland's got picks 24 and 27. And the Baltimore Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, they got pick 25, give or take there. But the bottom portion of that first round is where Josh Jacobs has created a bunch of value. And the team that I see taking him with the 26th overall pick, give me the Indianapolis Colts. Frank Wright has a great rapport with players. Coach Wright also is in love with Josh Jacobs. He has mentioned that the Colts are in need of a dynamic running back. And one of the things that really helps Andrew Luck do well is having that back. that can take a lot of pressure off him, but also enhance him in the passing game, as I've already mentioned josh jacobs the ability to catch the ball out the backfield as well as being strong in between the tackles and behind the dallas cowboys the indianapolis colts have won the better offensive lines in the national football league with the likes of quentin nelson formerly of notre dame ryan kelly of the university of alabama and even brayton smith formerly of auburn university so You put Josh Jacobs in Indy, could be a really good thing, matching him with T.Y. Hilton, Chester Rogers, Devin Bunches, Deion Kane, formerly of Clemson, along with other weapons. So, going back through my day one picks here. First round picks, I've got and Williams, Number three overall to the New York Jets. I've got Jonah Williams, number 14 overall to the Atlanta Falcons. And Josh Jacobs, I got him 26th overall, first round to the Indianapolis Colts. When you look at my day two picks as they're own screen here, I've got... Irv Smith Jr. going at the top of the second round. Could sneak in late in the first round. A lot of guys have him going to the, to the New England Patriots with the 32nd and final pick of the first round. That could be possible, but if not, he will slip to the top portion of that first round. That's Irv Smith at tight end. Behind him, you've got guys like Mac Wilson at linebacker, Damian Harris at running back, and Deontay Thompson at safety. All three of those guys could be between second and fourth round. Uh, Deontay Thompson's a guy that had a strong season last year at safety, had a couple of picks, really solid tackler, did a great job in Alabama's second pro day. Mack Wilson, the sideline the sideline quickness, is a guy that you can look at more so at the Philadelphia Eagles, the Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe the Los Angeles Chargers, taking a peek at him, but he's as high as second round, as low as 4th round and Damian Harris a guy that to me could go to a team or should go to a team that can really use him as kind of that one-two punch type of deal a team like the Detroit Lions who already have a guy in uh, carry uh, on Johnson, formerly of Auburn, but you put Damian Harris with carry on Johnson, getting that one-two combo going. Harris a guy that's used to sharing that load at Alabama could share the carries with the Detroit Lions alongside carry on Johnson and have success there. Damian Harris, another guy that could see going between the second And fourth round there. And also Christian Miller. Christian Miller to me is a concrete third round pick. Day two, concrete third round pick. If he did not get hurt against Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl, he could have been a second round pick. But I got that this past year. 11 and a half tackles for loss. Eight and a half sacks. 12 quarterback hurries. Just a beast of an edge rusher. But I got him. As a day two, third round pick. In terms of my day three picks on the board here, I got Isaiah Bugs, who could go between the fourth and the fifth round, and also Ross Pierce Baker, offensive lineman, that could go between the fifth and the sixth round. Isaiah Bugs his past year, 13 and a, and a half tackles for loss, did have nine and a half sacks to lead the team. So Isaiah Bugs between fourth and fifth round, Ross Pierce Baker between fifth and sixth round, both guys. Guys, day three picks. And in terms of my guys that could be undrafted rookie free agents, but we'll see time at an NFL camp. You got Lester Cotton, Derek Keefe, Jamie Mosley, Savion Smith, Hale Hinches, DJ Lewis. You know, those guys right there will not be drafted, in my opinion, but guys that have tremendous value and could very well get to an NFL camp as a free agent and show off major, major skills. So that's just my look there at the NFL Draft Preview, the guys I have going first round, the guys I have as day two, day three picks, and also my undrafted rookie free agent guys. That's going to do it for the first segment of In My Own Words. When we get back, folks, we break down Devontae Smith, Alabama wide receiver. There are times where he tends to be overlooked, but this guy is going to look to go from quiet storm to top 20 pick for the 2020 draft venue. Why do I say this? Stick around, folks. You don't want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. It's in my own words. We're coming back.